today in 1848, was the first women's rights convention convened in Seneca Fall, New York. In fact, today is National Daiquiri Day. So let's get those daiquiris out and let's celebrate both. This is the Orange is the New Browns podcast coming at you. Welcome back to Orange is the New Browns podcast. KT rocking the mic again on our intro, destroying it. I mean, it's National Daiquiri Day. We are celebrating women's liberation with some daiquiri libations. You know what I mean? I do. Putting them down, drinking them strong. I don't drink daiquiris, though. So Yeah, so no keto daiquiris. No keto daiquiris allowed. Unless you want to like blend up some meat and vodka or Michelob Ultra, which does not sound appealing. It doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't. It really doesn't. Whatsoever, but you know what sounds appealing? What sounds appealing? The danger zone. The danger zone. Oh, there's multiple danger zones. Highway 2, the danger zone. Do you see this? Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise is coming out with another remake of another movie that he did. Who would have thought? Yeah. Any, Top, Gun, and, Top Gun, Maverick. Top Gun 2. Maverick. Top Gun 2. Maverick. Top Sorry. Gun 2. Sorry, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't support Scientology, bro. We do not support we, Scientology, nor do we support Kyrie's crazy theory of a flat earth. Exactly. We would be considered in the Scientology community as suppressive people. Suppressive. That's what they call people who are non- Scientologist people. Suppressive. So that's what we call the New York Giants fans. Suppressive people. Suppressive people. Danger zone. We have another danger zone coming up six days away. Ooh, Ooh, six days. Six days. Baker Mayfield. Who's feeling dangerous? Baker Mayfield. The Browns and Baker Mayfield are feeling dangerous. Six days away from training camp. Training camp. Our sold out training camp. Sold out. Sold it out. Sold out. Who sells out practice? Practice. Practice. Are we talking about practice? We talking about practice. Practice. Practice sold out. We are talking about practice. Our practice is going to be covered more than a West Texas football practice in the heat of August. Practice. We talking about football. Practice. And practice. We talking about football practice. Practice. This is insane. Most people outside of the state of Texas doesn't understand how much football is loved. And we're we're selling out practices. Practice. I mean, it's going to look like all the former rejects, dads that you know used to play like, boy, what's wrong with your brain? I don't want your life kind of situation. Right. All those dads almost, watching their sons. Almost like a Friday night slide deal. Exactly. Varsity Blues Friday night slide deal. People yeah. watching practice. Who Ten. watch? You know what I mean? A Ten. Exactly. Right. Okay. Practice. Practice. We sold it out. And we're six days away. We're Baker Mayfield away from training camp. Baker Mayfield is ready to practice. We're six days away from starting our Super Bowl run. That's true. Ten straight years. Ten straight. We are the danger zone. And the NFL has to recognize that. Well. Has to. The podcast community has recognized us as a danger zone for podcasting. Yeah. Because we're so good. We're the official danger zone podcast. I mean, you might as well just, we. I mean, we just tagged that. Yeah. Trademarked. Trademarked it. If you touch it, you're getting sued. Yep. Sued. Our agent will call you. And it won't be Drew Rosenhaus. Speaking of Drew Rosenhaus, okay, BFFs, Are John you? Dorsey. Oh, BFF. No, I'm not. I'm not agent. You know, jo- Drew and I used to have a good relationship, possibly back when he was in TO's agent, probably. And just the handling of the Philadelphia Eagles situation, you know. Yep. Awful. Terrible. Yeah, we had a fight at a you know celebrity softball game, and it just it ended from there. It's so. it's kind of like, you know, who throws a curveball in a softball game? Who talks about practice? You know. Exactly. Practice. I mean, it seriously. It blows my mind. Blows my mind. So, 
Duke's new uh, agent is going to help us. Get him out of town. It's either going to get him out of town or keep him around for a little bit. Well, I It mean, works either ways because Drew Rosenhaus has a good relationship with our savior and GM, John Christ Dorsey. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but you I would def- have a middle name, Christ. Well, I, I didn't say that you couldn't have one. I just thought, Same. you know, I don't like to really touch that area. You know, there's there's no people who name their kids Jesus. Yeah, but that says Jesus. That's not Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is Jesus in Spanish, bro. Right. So they're Again, calling their kids Jesus. But they say it's Jesus. Yeah, but it's, it's Jesus. Not, it's not Jesus. It is Jesus, though. They okay. know that. If that's what you want to call it. That's what it is, bro. It is what it is. So. Let's get off that train. John Christ Dorsey, <laughs> our savior and GM, is good friends with uh, Drew Rosenhaus. And I feel like the situation might alleviate itself either by a decent trade, a healthy release, or Duke just finishing out the year and we find a suitor at the end of the year. You know what I mean? It's probably – here's what I think is going to happen. There's going to be a trade pretty close to when Kareem Hunt comes back. Uh, it had to be like before. I think it, the trade well, I know. I know. Is, I'm just saying. That's what I meant yeah. is I believe that that's what's going to happen yeah. is there's going to be a season uh, – during the season trade, somebody's going to need a running back, Philadelphia. I feel and like – And that's where he'll end up. Here's where I feel like, okay? I'm listening. We're talking about we're talking about Philly. Okay? Philly. What's going to happen? You ready for this? They're going to bur- during for, training. They're going to provide as many Philly no, steak cheese for them as for life. During training camp, Philly uh-huh. steak, Philly cheesesteak is delicious. It's it's tasty. And you take away that bun, guess what? Keto friendly. Game oh, over. Boom. Keto. Just I'm saving y'all's lives. Go to keto, everybody. Keto, Philly steak and cheese. Keto Philly steak and cheese. It's, or or cheesesteak because that's what they call them. Yeah, cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks. They do call them Philly cheesesteaks. Are we talking about practice? Or are we talking about cheesesteaks? We're talking about food right now, bro. Okay. What happens? Go ahead. So <laughs> what's going to occur? And this is just what this is my this is what I feel like is going to happen. This is my situation. This is what I believe that's going to occur during training camp. Duke's going to get released or traded. Either way, doesn't matter. I don't know where he's going to go, but a Philly piece, former Philly piece, is going to come play for the Cleveland Browns. And who's that? JHI. He's going to be our kind of fill filling back for the first like seven, eight weeks, because we'll need something. It's not just Nick Chubb and Dontrell Hilliard. We'll need another running back. What about so, Carlos Hyde? Carlos Hyde's, I mean. You don't no. want to bring him back? No. You don't want to bring back Hyde? No, I'm okay with that. Okay. He had his few games and then got I gone. I was just wondering. He got gone. He got gone. He got gone. So, Jay Ajayi's out there, or even Darren Sproles. So, no. we have an opportunity to have a filler as a way to, I'm done to release Darren. that. Because if we're going to keep Duke Johnson till then, why don't we just get rid of him? You know what I mean? Just take the uh, cap hit for this year so we don't have to pay him $3 million next year. Yep. So save some money, and that means we can pay Kareem next year. If he, if, if he, everything if, works. If he works out good and he keeps his head clear. True. So that's my opinion there. And, you know, you think about it this way. The firing of the agent because of, you know, it's say some publicity issues. Yeah, I mean. Especially talking I about mean, our baker. Chris like Campbell. This, yeah, yeah, we talked Kristen about this Campbell. last week. I mean. And you don't I love me- the suit. You don't mess with Baker. I love the suit, but don't like the agent. Exactly. But you don't mess with Baker. You know why? Why? Because Baker is our QB1. That's right. Number Baker, six. Baker, 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 touchdown Baker, is leading the news this week. He is leading the news for the Browns. Multiple things. Multiple. So what do you want to talk about first? I mean, every single sports show should just be called The Bake Show because they're always talking about him. Yeah. Always talking about him. The stupid coward 
in uh, Los Angeles. That's all he talks about is Baker and well, the because, Browns. Because it, it boosts his podcast. It's the it, only people it, that they'll boost his show, him. really. Yeah. Period. Well, I was about to say podcast. I was like, he doesn't have a podcast. He does, but it's, it's te- like a, it's, it's technically a cut, it's a cut te- from a show. Yeah, so. it's. I mean, it's it's a it's a podcast, but it's not a podcast. I mean, he's on television. Yeah, he likes. They all like to call it, you know, radio news. You know, Fox has it. ESPN has. Yeah. Uh, you know, talk radio. ESPN radio. But let's just put it this way: you're pretty much just taking what you're saying on air because they're they're showing it live. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's just like. Uh, pr- back in previous years, like uh, Greeny and Golick, you yeah. know that that was, was a show. that was a good show, you yeah. know, and 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 it was it was a live radio show telecast, but then they started showing it on ESPN two, yeah, which you know they need to bring that back because I don't like his Get Up show at all. I don't like either of the shows. I don't like Golick and Wingo, and I don't like Get Up. I, I don't mind Golick and Wingo. I don't like. I, I actually Wingo. like Golick and Golick. Yeah, and, the two and, sons. Yeah, the, bro- the father and the son. The father and yeah. son. I Heck thought yeah. I, when they're when it's just them, it's good. I actually like Golic Jr. with Wingo. I don't like Trey Wingo. Period. Well, that's no surprise. So. You don't like very many people. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I'm there's su- there's Trey. I'm Wingo. surprised. I'm surprised you have friends. Trey Wingo is uh, the Colin Coward of ESPN. So uh, I I don't know. He is. He's trash. Anyway, absolute trash. Let's get back to Baker. Yeah. So, bake bake. Two weeks ago, got married. Diddy. So congratulations to Emily, right? Yeah, Emily and uh, Baker. You Did know, you see their shoes that they gave everybody at the party? No, they got all of them like I couldn't customize make it. Na- uh, Nike shoes. Yeah, I got I got so invited go probably. Dance. Yeah, I got invited probably, and I couldn't make it. I mean, they felt so dangerous that they needed to have tennis shoes, so just in case they had to run away. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Danger zone. I mean, because being in Baker's the presence, dance floor is the danger zone. Especially dangerous. if Hotline Bling comes on, game over. I'm taking it. <laughs> so you got to be very careful with that, man. So Baker, 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 just leading the way, making, I'd say, an entire organization and fans absolutely mad, absolutely salty at us. What? Are you talking about New York? Yeah. So we're talking about the New Jersey Giants. The New Jersey Giants. Yes, yeah, the New Jersey Di- Giants. Uh, and him coming out and saying that he was so excited about OBJ and he got overwhelmed with excitement and emotion that he was so excited, but that he's happy that OBJ is now with a real football team. And he said real with real fans and real support. Fans that care. We had just three just jabs, bop, 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 on the New York Giants, also known as the New Jersey Giants. Not only do they have a horrible GM with David Gettleman, mm-hmm. but they got jabbed by Baker Mayfield. Yeah, they did. And based on those three jabs, equal to an uppercut because you're knocked out. You guys are going to be last place in your division. TKO. TKO. This is like Mike Tyson on the uh, Nintendo. Yeah. You're not going to beat him. I mean, you can't. You can't do it. You could beat Mr. Dream, but you couldn't beat Mike Tyson. Can't. No. At all. No. It's almost impossible. I mean, you are now in the danger zone, New Jersey Giants. I remember when I beat Mike Tyson one time. Just one time. One I time? I beat Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. And then the alarm And literally, off. I texted Kevin Garant. You remember Kevin Grant? Yeah. Okay. And said, anything is possible. That's what I texted him, 1992. <laughs> and he used that shiz when he, won his, uh, when he won a championship. In Boston. In Boston. He stole that from me. He stole that from me. Yeah, that's breaking news. Boop, 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 boop. Breaking news on you, Orange on is the New Browns podcast. You're on notice, Kevin Grant. Oh. Yeah. Calling out. Yeah. Notice. You can't call out KG. I, I'm just, I did. You did. 
I so. mean, you'll probably want to take it back later. I might want to, but I'm not <laughs> not going to do it. Not going to do it. So, so what else has Baker been up to? Baker's getting married. He's all over the news. He's on ESPN. He's the cover of ESPN magazine holding some dogs. Did you see that interview? Yeah. That was a good interview. Very good interview. I mean, he was talking about his emotions, about how, you know, when OBJ came in and, and, and all the, is he coming? Is he not coming? I mean, he was pretty excited about yeah. it. Yeah. My favorite part about that is his text message from Ke- Freddie Kitchens. What was that? We just got a little better. We got a little better. That's how he announced OBJ to the Browns, to Baker. We just got a little better. But, you know, in Freddie's mind, he's like, we're about to wreck this league. Yeah, we are. Taking that line from Johnny Manziel. So. <laughs> John Manziel. John. Sorry, John. No, sorry. John, if you'd we, like to come on, we'll have you. John, if you if you really want to be on this show, it would be a good good idea for you to contact us yeah. on Twitter. We can help you with You can image. DM us. We're image consultants on the, on the side. We could fix your image. Yeah. We also do pet cremations. <laughs> so... And grandpa- I don't know where that came from. But and grandparents' divorce. That's what we do. That's our three our three jobs. Yep. Consulting, I, pet cremations, and grandparents' divorce. That's have, what we do. I have nothing on that. Yeah. We also make our own uh, beef jerky. So a little insight to you guys that didn't know anything about us. So so along that. with so along with Baker Mayfield, you know, slamming New Jersey fans. Yeah. And somebody else was talking about Baker Mayfield's comments. Who's that? You know, what if Hugh Jackson oh. came on oh. again on another radio station and says, it doesn't matter. I I don't take it personally. He does take it personally. That's why he's coming out on the radio. If he didn't take it personally, he could just like, I'm letting it go. I don't care. What if Hugh Jackson just totally decided to not – get on a radio and talk how yeah. we would not have anything fun to talk about Hugh Jackson I love talking about Hugh Jackson because it was the worst three years of my life two and a half well but there was technically there was, there's three there's a few there's a few in there I mean it was the worst three years of my life I thought for sure when they hired him I was like that's a good pick I mean he took the Oakland Raiders went eight and eight and that team was bad but then you take the Browns that weren't as bad as Oakland with talent. Well, Oakland had Carson Palmer, man. <sighs> That's a good quarterback. One year removed from he. Well, he got lucky that he got Carson Palmer, but that's yeah. because they traded. What him. staff was he on? The Bengals. There you go. That's the, the only reason why they landed him. The Bungles. So again, he already had a had a quarterback that is a veteran that was established in the league. Yeah. So of course it was going to look good, and he probably just stole the. You know the idea of Marvin Lewis. We're going to be eight and eight. We're going to be ten yeah. and eight. You know, or ten and six. We're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs, but we're not going to win. But Hugh Jackson didn't do that. Neither for Oakland or Cleveland. Nope. Worst coach, probably in history. Ever. Ever. It really is percentage wise. He's pretty I mean, bad. The stats don't lie on that one. Pretty bad. He's so, almost as bad as Matt Millen was as a GM for the Lions. And if you don't know what we're so. talking about, go back to last week's episode. And you do, you know where? Go check it out on Twitter. We got a little portion of it on there. Oh, it's great. It's the, it's the trailer of the it's year. Great. It's probably it's like a three year old got on a computer and made the movie. It, yeah, because it was my first time playing with video equipment. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I mean i've I've done some cutting and posting on stuff, but I mean that was pretty. It was pretty bad visually. And I'm sorry for anybody that was like, wow, this is like a three-year-old putting a movie together on an iPhone. But the good news is 
the monologue was amazing. Yeah. Your narrative, your narrating pretty ability is pretty good. I'm pretty good. I mean, I really thought at first, if I just closed my eyes and listened to it, you're watching ESPN. I thought I was watching ESPN. Yeah, yeah. What have I told you? You were. I mean, what if? What yeah. if you did? So Hugh Jackson, those comments that he came out and talked about, you know what damn show he was on? What show was that? Colin Coward. No way. Yeah. Huh. Who would have thought? So Colin Coward has this. It's just his his way of trying to poke back at Baker and the Browns. Because that's all he's trying to do right now. It's just a ratings game for Colin Coward and all these other journalists that want to talk bad about the uh, the Browns. And be honest with you, I don't care. Let them talk about the noise because that's just that's more material for the Browns to use and more chips to put on our shoulders. Because even though we know we're good, people are going to have the chips against us. Everything's stacked up against us. Because people are like, we don't want them to be good. Even though years back we had people like, I wish the Browns would be good. They just feel bad for all the fans. It's just you know long torment. But guess what? We have the team, we have the talent, and we have the swag. We do. We have the most swag in any fell team ever, and we have a team. People are together. You know, they're having fun. You watch them build the Browns, they're having fun on the sideline. I mean, they have full talent having fun. Possibly the Orange is the new Browns podcast blaring during practice. They do. I talked to Frederick the other day. Did you? Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Probably. Yeah, He, him and I were talking about his days working at a car wash. And uh, delivering stuff for UPS or FedEx. And I was like, cool. He was like, yeah, we listen to you guys all day long. All day. Well, that's good. Last week, all he listened to was my monologue. Me narrating the Hugh Jackson story. He wow. Did. Yeah. Wow. He got a script tattooed on his back of it. Wow, that's pretty breaking impressive. Breaking news right there. Also breaking news. Breaking news. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. is officially the Hulk. He's officially. I mean, like I've never seen anybody like that. Never. I mean, he's going to have so much more freedom, like he said this week. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the guy had 13.5, uh, 13 and a half sacks, pretty much. 13 and a half sacks. I believe. I got that in one game in seventh grade, though. Throw that out there. So. Well, I mean, it's, my not, numbers, it's, it's, it's not your fault you're playing children. My jersey number is hanging up in the rafters. So Is that because it got stuck up there? Yeah. yeah. I threw it up there on accident. So. Oh, well, it but it's hanging there. But Miles Garrett, Garrett, you know, I mean, he says that he, he – feels like that Wilkes is bringing him, you know, the freedom to be the best he can be this year. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty good last year. He was amazing last year. And now, but he did come out saying – He was handcuffed. He was handcuffed. And handcuffed to two moves. Yeah. and A push or a swim, and that was it. Yep. Okay. Now, he's got – not only does he have people beside him that An are – entire line. I mean, that this defense is ridiculous. And people behind him – Yeah. I mean, this defense is looking wicked. Nasty. I mean, they're dangerous. Do you know you can't spell dynasty without the word nasty in it? True. And our defense is nasty. They dynasty. Talk about classy. Demarius Randall. The guy, they're talking, you know, getting their uh, talks in about his 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 contract. contract. Yep. You know how much distraction he's causing? None. Zero. You know why? Because he is... A Cleveland Brown. Yeah. He, is, I, I hope he the Browns, bleeds orange and brown. I hope the Browns re-sign him to a, a very good contract, both good for him and for the team, as we continue to build and grow. Yeah. Because he's a young talent. Yeah. He's Did you know he graduated this year? Yeah. He went back to school to finish his, to finish his degree. Yeah. Why not? Most of these NFL players don't take advantage of their scholarships from colleges. And this guy was like, you know what? They gave me a chance to get a college scholarship and a college education. Why don't I – continue to do that even when i go in the nfl 
Smart move. Smart move. So smart. Very classy. As Bob Demarius, say. when you're Snat. ready to come on the show, DM us. That would be smart move. On Twitter. That would be a smart move. Message us on Facebook. Anybody else that wants to come on the show. Yeah. You should DM us on Just Twitter. Say, hey, I want to come on. Hey, I want to be on the show. We'll and talk to you. And then we'll talk to you. I mean, we might actually have a live show one of these days. Well, one of these days. And we will have, we'll just take calls. Yeah. Random calls. Random. We want to hear what Randos. our fans want us to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I We're going to put it out there. We'll do a Twitter poll at some yeah. point. See how many people will call in. Yeah. I mean, we do this on a Friday morning, every morning on Fridays. Every morning. Every morning on every Fridays. Morning. That's what we do. Sometimes, we put it out. every once in a while on a Saturday. Sometimes. Only once. But it's all right. I mean, this is episode 13. It's crazy. So this is OBJ's episode. It is. We're just. What it is. We're just. I mean, this. It should have been or, the OBJ show, but it is the Mayfield show today. You know, or Omar Vescayel. You know. Yeah. There you go. Number thirteen. Speaking of the Indians, it's Tribe Talk. It is Tribe Talk. Brought Time to for you by some Orange talk. is the New Browns podcast. Yep. So let's talk about these Cleveland Indians. Okay, let's go back to last week. Yeah. All Star break. Awesome. Awesome. Weekend. Great. We got to watch. Great. Home Run Derby, which you watched. Yeah. Amazing. I watched the entire, you know. I'm still jacked about it, bro. The All-Star game. Still jacked about it. We both hated the logo along with everybody else. Yeah. I mean, so it, I think everybody was pretty much in agreement. Then we made the comment. Let's go three in a row against the Twins. Yeah. And what did we do? We kind of we kind of st- stumbled out of the gate. We stumbled two games. Yeah. But the good news is. We is won five since straight. Then, yeah. Five straight. Yeah. And. Trevor Bauer, last night, struck out 10 yeah. in six and two-thirds innings. Yeah, he gave up uh, another home run, though. He, he did. Got, he gives up home runs all the time. Yeah, but, I mean, He's he got struck out that. 10, though. Yeah. I mean, that's still impressive. I mean, I struck out 10 the other day. Went the, to a T-ball game, and I just started striking out kids. I, I thought you for sure were going to say, like, the the show on, you know, PlayStation. No. Literally just jumped the fence, started pitching some T-ballers. Yeah. Sliders, curveballs. Little uh, stinky cheese. Hey, you weren't touching nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Probably because it was like fifty feet to the left. No, bro. Of the plate. No. No, I struck those guys out. Are you? Are, is the alarm going off again? No. Are you dreaming about things? No. How many daiquiris did you have for National Daiquiri Day? Zero, bro. I think he's. I think he's broke it's his only keto ten a.m. right now. It's only ten a.m. I mean, I ten a.m. If I had one daiquiri right now, I'd be. But drunk. you get up at like what five in the morning? About five thirty. Say yeah. there you go. I mean, I was up at 5.30. I was riding my bike. That's good. Yeah. But how many daiquiris did you have when you got home? Seven. At least. Yeah. I, I, mean, I wanted to do a Holy Kaiser, you know? That's Holy what, Kaiser. That's what I call when I drink seven drinks in a row. It's Holy Kaiser. So, back to our Indians. Yeah. We, we are went, we like just, Frank the Tank right now. I mean, we annihilated we the We are streaking. I mean, the Tigers are that bad. Yeah. Like, and we got Kansas City coming up. Yeah. They're bad, too, but they've won four games. But I think we are going to take it to KC. And, again, I think we're going to carry some games up this this next week, and we're going to be, like, either a game back or tied for the division. Yeah, I mean, we beat the last time we played Kansas, we won three in a row. Yeah. Eight to four, four to zero, nine to five. Let's keep doing it. Why so not keep the win streak going? Keep those brooms out. And the Twins can continue to fall like they normally do. Yeah. They start off hot just like everybody thinks they will, yep. and then they end up – we're we're usually on the list the very bottom. So yeah, but not this year. It's Detroit. It's Detroit. It's pretty it's bad. pretty bad, real so, bad. Yeah, 
So let's talk about this. We got to make some moves because trade deadline's coming up. Who are we going? What's going to happen? That's I, the question. Is Bauer going to be gone? I think he's the one that we're going to trade. But then who do we get? I don't know. That's the thing. I are mean, they going to trade him for cash or in a prospect, or are we going to get a prospect and uh, an actual player? See, that's one are thing. We're going to make our to, playoff we push. Trade, we have to make a playoff push because we need a, we need an actual pitcher. We need a better pitcher coming in. I'd like to see a lefty come in. Really? I would like to see a lefty. I don't know what lefties are available right now, but we need a left-handed starting pitcher. We don't have one whatsoever. And I think we need one to make it better for our team. So our pitching rotation, hopefully going into the playoffs, will be Clevenger, who is just destroying the league right now. Yep. Coming back hot. Shane Bieber doing great. Obviously. Shane is crazy good. You know who's you know who's doing some uh Rehabbing? Rehabbing? Kluber? Kluber. Already. Our Klubot might be coming back before the playoffs. I, I don't And I feel it. like he will have an arm that is just ready to go. So do we go get Bumgarner? I don't know. He's I would like him. He's, he's left-handed. left-handed. You know, and like the, the NL have been so used to seeing him that right. he's not as dominant as he normally is. But that's because he's in the NL. Yeah. Not the AL. Move him to the AL. And see what happens. Exactly. And with a team like Cleveland's Cleveland? got. Mm-hmm. This could be his next championship run. Exactly. What did? <clears throat> let me put this on this note. What happened when they took Verlander and took him to Houston? If they won a championship. I'm just saying. Yeah, and Verlander was not doing that good. In no, Detroit. he wasn't. He was on a down area. But we always say this is when a, a player goes that's a high-caliber player, Yeah. right, whether it's baseball, football, or whatever. If they were really good, when they go to another team, they get it's like a spark happens. Yeah. It's like a re- Energized player, it's a rejuvenation, that's ready to go, ready to do things. It's like Deadpool growing back his baby legs. Exactly. Yeah. You know, or the baby hand. You know, it's, the baby. It, yeah. It, it, it's that's that's the type of you know push that it gives that player. Yeah. I believe Bumgarner is that guy that's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna go to Cleveland. His ER will drop. You know, at least tremendously. You know, two. Yeah. He might be in One the. He might. He might be down in the low threes. Yeah. By the time that's great. the end of the season. That's amazing. If they if they trade for him. But they, they they have an opportunity to trade for him. I just so. don't know if Cleveland is going to do that It'd be because nice to. of Dolan. But here's the situation. Dolan. You ready for this? Dolan. If we got Bumgardner coming like the World Series time, yep. Guess what happens when we go to the NL? Pitcher's got a bat. Oh. And Bumgardner can hit. That's true. That dude can hit. So what happens? What is your? What do you think is going to happen now? I don't know. Like the the way I look at it is that we have an opportunity for a couple of pitchers in the NL. So you have Madison Bumgarner, who I would prefer. I know his numbers are higher, but I would much prefer him because he's a left-hander. He's tall. He's strong, and he can make it through. And he's actually been through a playoff run. He, he is, knows that he is a playoff-winning pitcher. Yeah. Or. Noah Syndergaard, who's also available from the Mets, but Noah's not doing too great. He has a, a high four ERA. He's only seven and four. He's not doing that great, but he also doesn't have a team that actually wins. So the Mets aren't doing that great. It's a New York team that's trash. It's just yeah, part but of I the, don't, I don't see them really. I don't see them. There's no fire, point. To, they're not going to fire sell him. There's right no, now. but there's no reason to actually go after Syndergaard if you already have Bauer because they're the same type of pitcher. That's all they are. True. So there's no point if you're going to do something. Do it where you get Bumgarner. Trade Bauer and somebody else for Bumgarner and get that return. Get that push. Get that starting pitching push. And I think that will actually push us over further where our offense right now is starting to come alive. Jose Ramirez, the last 30 days, batting like 380. Yeah. 
Like the dude's He's back. He is back. The goat you called is him back. Out. Yeah, you I called him out. out. I called it. I called the team out and said, "There's no chance I mean, unless they we, wake up." We've done that since the first of the season. Which we again, you're welcome, Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a problem calling out our own team. Why? Because we're true fans. True That's fans. What, true fans. You have to call them out. You got to call them out. Yeah. Don't be afraid to call out your team and say, "Wake up." Yeah. Because we're guess what? we, we were the Browns up. game in December 2015. Yep. Patton was our coach. Trash. Absolute trash. Right. Awful coach. Terrible. One of the worst coaches I've ever seen in my life. Mm, probably not. Well, I mean, one of the worst. Hugh Jackson's Hugh worst Jackson's coach. right after him. Yeah. So Hugh Jackson wins that prize. But this is a, like, can we really can we really blame him like, because of Farmer? Who? Petten? Yeah. I mean, it's bad. But Petten showed no emotion on the sideline and was scared to win. Well, I mean, Hugh Jackson won't call timeouts when he needs to. Either. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I'm just saying. I, I, I have I have like <laughs> Facebook memories that I have of him I, wasting 40 seconds, and I'm like, "What are you doing? Like, call a timeout. We could have actually scored. Yeah. Didn't score. No. Because of Hugh Jackson. Exactly. So, ugh. Anyway. <laughs> We're hitting our stride. We're like Frank the Tank right now. We're streaking. We are streaking. And, that's and we need to keep going. It's only going to continue. Yeah. And I feel like in the next, you know, before the trade deadline at the end of July, I don't think Bauer's going to be part of the team for the very reason that next year we're not going to be able to afford him anyway. Not going to happen. And he's not going to be worth that money, in my opinion. He hasn't shown that yet. Yeah. So last year he had a pretty good season. This year it's just been the regular subpar Trevor Bauer season where he gets hit by the best hitters on the teams. If you can't strike out the best hitters, you're not the best pitcher. That is true. Kluber struck out the best hitters. That's what he did. So, so. that is where you're going to end it with him. Yeah, that's where we're at. Is, we're done with Tribe Talk there. We're done with Tribe Talk. Done with it. So guess who got released in the Cavs news? J.R. Smith. Shirtless. Shirtless Magoo. Smith is no longer a Cavalier. Yeah. But he's still getting paid. He'll get paid. But it's 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 actually four million instead of fifteen million. You know what blows my mind is he is not going to play with LeBron. No. He if anybody is surprised by that, they shouldn't be. I want Jared Smith to go back to the Knicks. LeBron was not happy with the way that that championship ended. About game one, <laughs> about I mean, how the he, last championship the, where he blew the, you know, if he would have just shot it and just scored the two, we would have won that championship. Yeah, I was. I mean, we would have won that game. I don't know about the championship. I th- but it could have turned it around. It could have turned it around. The, the light bulb could have. Just wait a second. These guys actually have a chance. Yeah. But so, obviously. Awful. He is not headed to the Lakers. Where is he going to go? Probably retirement. You think he's going to retire? No. No, he's too young to retire. I, I don't know. I mean, he could go to any team right now. But it's obvious that nobody really wants him because they no, tried to trade him yeah. multiple times. And nobody seems. I think L.A. was the only sensible location for him because that's who wanted him yeah or or that's where he wanted to go I, yeah. I would assume i would like to see him go to miami and play with jimmy butler i'd like to see how that relationship goes <laughs> that <laughs> so would be an interesting just thing. for like a reality show get jr and jimmy together you have a jimmy, jr jimmy jr, and jr. jr. that would so. be an interesting podcast see too. what happens there yeah so why not i feel like he uh he wasn't a key piece of our championship but he was a big piece of the championship he had some very tough shots, played some decent defense in that last finals for the 2016 finals. So I, I appreciate what he did in helping bring a, a title to Cleveland. But I also don't like him the way he ended his tenure in Cleveland on how he just uh, decided to bash the team and then say, oh, I don't have to play anyway. And got $15 million for sitting there. Yeah. So 
Well, I feel, you know, and he came out and was like, oh, I'm free now. And I was like, well, you were free. Like, the, they paid you $15 million to not do a thing. And you just sat there. And it was just like, eh. So, JR, I'm thankful that you were part of the championship team and bringing that. Again, basketball, I'm glad you're gone. Like, see you later. See you later. It was it was nice for the championship. Yeah. Good job. Good job. It should have ended there instead of giving you, like, a big contract because you're a LeBron's friend. But it's kind of like Ugh. it's kind of like this podcast. It's coming to an end. It's getting close. I mean, I, I think you have something something up your sleeve. I don't. You don't have anything. I don't have else. sleeves. So. So guess what? That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got today. We got a lot of good news today. That was it. There was a lot of Browns news. We had a, we had a little little tribe talk, and then obviously J.R. Smith. Touch is, on it. J.R. Smith needed to be you know talked about. He'll be always a key figure in Cleveland. Because the fans love him. Yep. So. Well. R.I.P. Henny. I think we're done. We're done. And we're out. Bye. This was episode 13 of Orange is the New Browns. And just like Vaporub, it was just spicy Vaseline, guys. Straight hot takes. Thanks for listening to our show.